0: Charge here, That's what the rules are. Okay, it's definitely episode 71. Yes. We're right.
1: positive.
0: Episode 71: Walkers and Talkers. Your one-stop shop for The Walking Dead, Fear the Walking Dead, and Preacher, and a whole bunch <laughs> of <laughs> bullshit that I rant on about in the middle of uh, whatever else we're talking yeah. about. I'm David Brody from Elvis in the Morning <laughs> Show. That is, of course, Jamie from Light FM. Hello, in New York. guys.
1: Hello. Hello.
0: Okay. Let's get some things out of the way first, other than the regular podcast. Okay. Stuff. First of all, last week when we didn't know the podcast number. Yes. We're like is it 69, 70, <laughs> you kept going, "Woo, 69." I was like, "Nope." So we got that wrong. Then in the editing process because we use an audio program called Pro Tools. Yeah. We record one episode on the same track. Track, same session as the last one. So imagine typing a letter and then at the bottom of that letter on the next page, the next letter. Oh. And the next letter. Oh. So when yeah. I bounced the file, when I took the waves that we record and yeah. converted them to an MP3 to upload, yeah. I accidentally attached the last week's podcast to the front of Oops. So the 2 week ago, so 69 was attached to 70. My
1: favorite number. My yeah. favorite <laughs> number, yeah. Uh,
0: by the way, I uh, that movie 69 attached to 70. It's a little sick. <laughs> So I uploaded sixty-nine and seventy, and, and people, especially Henry Davidson, was like, "Oh, something's going wrong. What's going I, on?" I here? saw
1: the, the Twitter being blown up a little bit.
0: So I said, "Look, man, just until I upload it again, just <laughs> scroll ahead the forty-eight just minutes, fast forward, and you'll see the next one." Yeah. So it was operator error. Okay. So this We're is all fixed this now. is definitely episode seventy-one. Okay. And uh, hopefully I don't upload 70 and 71 together. This was like a two-hour podcast last week. So I, oh I God, yeah. after a couple hours, I fixed it. So if you notice that, I apologize. Now, speaking of apologizing, there's way too much content on television right now.
1: We counted it this week. Seven hours of stuff to go okay, through. Okay, so
0: we had three hours of Fear the Walking Dead. It was a two-hour premiere yes. and and Talking Fear.
1: Then there was a hour Walking Dead special. Right,
0: so that's four hours. I didn't even get
1: there yet. And then there was two hours of Preacher...
0: Well, if, uh, so f- five. Uh, That's five, six. Well, if we include talking preacher, and
1: then talking preacher is uh,
0: that was a one-hour preacher.
1: Oh, so six hours. So
0: it's three, four, five, six hours. Six
1: hours. That's a lot.
0: Because during regular the Walking Dead season,
1: it's two. it's two. Yeah.
0: And then we do the podcast. Boom. Done. And
1: then six, it's a little overwhelming because we are also working full time and right have life I had, going on. I
0: had the- we had, I had to go to a meeting last night. It was sort of like a party meeting, but it was a meeting. It was kind of a party. Meeting. It was a party meeting. <laughs> the, the, the New York City Rockettes were there.
1: I saw some of them in the pictures.
0: Yeah, that's, that's it's cute. a tough job, but
1: <laughs> someone's got to do it.
0: So, because of our morning show schedules, to watch three hours on a Sunday and then have to watch because four oh it was four hours on Sunday. Oh, it was eight to nine. The Walking Dead uh, preview. Yes. Then two hours of Fear and then You're Talking right. Fear.
1: Yeah, right. So it was lot. four, five, six hours. Yeah. Right. And we both do morning shows, so it's exhausting.
0: So I couldn't watch all four hours on Sunday, and then when Monday rolled around, I was like, oh, Preacher's on. Yeah. Okay, so here's where this is going. (laughs) Yes. I have not watched the two episodes of Fear to start the season, the second half of the season. No, it's season three.
1: Second part of season three. Season three,
0: three, right. Didn't watch the two hours of Fear. I saw that. And I didn't watch Talking Fear. Okay. Shout out Chris Hardwick, love you. (laughs) You didn't watch The Walking Dead special.
1: No, and I didn't watch Talking Dead, Talking Fear.
0: And I didn't watch Talking, Talking Preacher, Preacher. Which
1: I did watch. Which you so did watch. It's all a mishmash of so, uh, things. So
0: you didn't watch The Walking Dead preview show. I did. Yes. And you watched Talking Preacher. I didn't. Yes. Plus it's football. So it's a There's lot so going on. What's happening. This podcast is obviously a priority.
1: Do you know how behind I am in Bachelor in Paradise? Five weeks.
0: Oh, dear God. Five Le- weeks. Let's get the Red Cross <laughs> number ready for that. <laughs> Boy, there's your there's your real American tragedy.
1: First world problem. I hope
0: Beyonce can do some kind of concert for you with Barbara Streisand, because you're not caught up in BIP. <laughs> Bip. Wow.
1: You crack me up. Bip. Perhaps
0: we should do a BIP podcast.
1: Oh, I would be, anyone. I would be so down for that.
0: Oh, anyone tweets us, do a BIP podcast. Bip. You're wasting your tweet. BIP. Wasting your tweet. We're not doing that.
1: Hashtag BIP.
0: So we're gonna do as much as we can. Yeah. What I think we're gonna do is watch Fear the Walking Dead this week. And then do a three-hour thing Monday, yeah. possibly. So today in,
1: will be mostly Preacher.
0: But it won't be a three-hour podcast. It'll just be sort of an overview of the three-week episode. And then we should be all caught up, because Preacher's over. And then we have until 22nd. October 22nd for The Walking Dead. And I don't think there's an overlap with fear. If there is, it's one week. I don't know. It doesn't yeah. matter. We'll know by so the time like, you boom, hear this. Boom,
1: boom, boom now. Remember we used to get, like, breaks in Yeah, evening? I need... A... <sighs> I need, like, a minute. This right. was stressful this week, all this so, TV.
0: So I got a tweet that said, um, I don't like the way Preacher ended. And oh,
1: I love it. That, that
0: was way. before I watched it. Okay. So I'm like, okay, I don't don't do that. Don't don't tweet. get in my head. Okay, just first of all, wait till the podcast, or wait to tweet and go. Did you watch it yet? <laughs> did you see it? Use the inquisitive font, you know, <laughs> like I because I did not watch it, and that's my fault. I guess by Wednesday, people assumed I did.
1: Well, yeah. Well, I only watched it last night.
0: I watched it last night, yeah, which was Wednesday.
1: Yeah. So I mean,
0: and I think pe- busy. this particular tweeter. Misunderstood the ending of the episode, which we will talk about. Okay. All right. So that's now we've got all the apologies out of the way. Yes. And the explanations. Let's talk about the Walking Dead preview show. The little The Walking Dead news that okay, I have that here. Okay, that I
1: didn't see yet. Little
0: update right there, and then we'll uh, we'll uh, fly through Preacher. Okay. Which was an eventful episode.
1: I really enjoyed it. All right. I cried. Papa. Papa. I knew you would. I cried it too far.
0: It was the papa scene was, was a little sad, oh. but I called it like four weeks in a row. All right. We'll, okay. we'll get okay. Okay, okay.
1: All
0: right. So the Walking <laughs> Dead preview show. Okay. Starring a guest a guest starring Scott gimple mm-hmm. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and Morgan, played by Lenny James. They all flew from Atlanta to LA just to do the show, which I thought was great. And they all are harping on the fact that the first four episodes of the new season are breakneck speed. Just constant oh God, action. Really? Four episodes, heart attack, heart attack, heart attack. Oh my God. And again, it's because season seven had ups and downs in bottle episodes. They're really stressing.
1: Oh, side note, I texted you. There's a uh, a whole article about season eight won't contain any bottle episodes. Scott Gimbel said hold on. there's no room for it. And
0: you know where he said that? In the preview thing episode that I'm about oh, to talk where did about. I read
1: this? Oh, I read this on Undead Walking.
0: Okay. <laughs> <Go>. <laughs> so, yes, they did talk about... And... No, they did talk about how there's no bottle episodes, or there may, there'll be less. Yeah. Okay? So, that's good, because the bottle episodes, as a reminder, are the ones where it's one or two characters, and it's only about them the entire episode.
1: Prime example, Taryn Heath.
0: Taryn Heath. The ultimate the bottle ultimate episode. The
1: ultimate bottle episode of all I time. I think the
0: second worst bottle episode, and I forget the name of it. It doesn't matter. You look it up. It's the episode where Daryl and Beth... Are sitting. Oh, they're playing
1: in the piano yeah. in the in the yeah funeral home.
0: Mm-hmm. By this, by the dying fire, maybe yeah. is what it's called. And uh, they're they're not by the funeral... They're in. No, it's when they're out, like in the cabin. Oh, was all it? That and, and then they're in sunshine. the basement. Yeah. Is it a funeral thing? The, I yeah. thought
1: she was playing the piano singing. And then she
0: gets caught by she the the hearse takes her to the yes. yeah okay yeah. that episode is considered one of the worst of The Walking Dead. And the Tara Heath one only because Tara and Heath aren't really main characters. And you're like. You're spending an hour on them, but they had to because of the ocean side and because they needed an episode they could show clips from. Yeah. So they wouldn't spoil season seven's premiere of Who Negan Killed, Glenn and Abraham. Spoiler, spoiler. (laughs) Okay. Let's see. Uh, Scott Gimple talks about uh, visual and dialogue echoes of the past, Mm. meaning you'll see things that are reminiscent of earlier episodes. Okay. uh, Maybe Maggie's pregnancy versus Lori's pregnancy, Mm. things like that. Okay. He also says he put in some unique wordplay that's just stupid, and no one's called him on it yet. He hmm. said uh, he's hoping no one on Earth will call him on it. Why okay. would he do that? Well, I, you know, he just felt like being goofy, and he put in some <laughs> back-and-forth banter that makes no sense, or it's just stupid. And I, I listen, you know how the universe works, and the verse, people are going to call him on it. He's yeah, like, I hope nobody mentions it.
1: These fans, they'll, they'll call you out.
0: They did a segment, pre-recorded stuff from cast members that weren't there, and they asked each cast member, what are you most excited about that you want the fans to see this season? Alana Masterson plays Tara said, uh, how quickly it starts and lasts the whole season, the action and the the speed. Josh McDermott, Eugene, says, to see the war. He's excited Mm -hmm. for everyone to see the war. Tom Payne, Jesus, to see us as the aggressors with guns in hand, Mm. like that we're fighting back. Yeah. And uh, Cooper Andrews, who plays Jerry. 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 <laughs> uh, by the way, that's my second favorite Jerry. I'm still partial to uh, Wayne. Uh, oh, Seinfeld. Yeah. So. Hello, Jerry. Jerry. Hello, Jerry. Uh, that's my Newman. favorite Jerry. Newman. I thought you did the eyes right there, the little eye roll. And oh, yeah, it you got to <laughs> But this is my second favorite Jerry. I have to
1: agree with you with that. It's still right.
0: Hello, Jerry. Jerry. Yeah, still the best. Uh, Wayne Knight doing... Yes. Uh, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: He was the postman.
0: Yes, he was. Um, let's see. Oh, uh, so, so Jerry says fans will see characters become superheroes this season. Ooh. I'm excited about. He said uh, you'll see them at their strongest and their weakest moments. So that's good. Uh, Scott M. Gimple talked about Old Man Rick again, the scene in the trailer. Okay. Now, we were told, I think by Scott M. Gimple that we would, fu- they would address that right away in this Robert episode. Kirkman
1: said that. Kirkman said it, He that's said right. literally episode one, we'll know.
0: He said they'll address it and they'll explain yeah. it. Scott M. Gimple is saying, he, for, all he would say is he's not waking up from his coma. In other words, that's not uh, a scene of Rick in the hospital from episode one waking up from his oh, coma. Oh, okay. But that's all he would say. And then he sort of said that may not get fully explained for a while. Liar. Mm-hmm. Let's see, Mm -hmm. Lenny James, uh, he says he's often asked if he wants to do a scene with Negan, because he has not done a scene with Negan yet. He says yes, but no. Yes, because he's a great actor. No, because meetings with Negan don't end well.
1: True. Mm -hmm.
0: Scott said no bottle episodes, right, but lots of Carol. See, lots of Carol. I
1: love Carol. Mm -hmm. And her cookies.
0: Uh, He said uh, the scene with Negan and Father Gabriel that we see in uh, in the trailer is freaking fantastic, and Ooh. it's the start of Negan's backstory. He said it's sort of that room they're in, whatever they're doing there, um, it becomes a sort of confessional, meaning Negan's going to confess to the priest some things about his past. So we Wow.
1: Were, oh, I can't wait for that.
0: Right. Now, that means maybe Father Gabriel doesn't die, or it might mean he does, but either way, he's going to learn some things, and we're going to learn some things in that scene yeah. about Negan's backstory. Josh McDermott, Eugene also went on to say in a little aside video that he will do what he has to to survive, because they asked him, "Like, are you, which side are you going to be on? What are you going to do?" And he's like, "You know, well, he's Eugene." Not say. Well, yeah. So he just basically said, "Look, Eugene always does what he has to to survive, and he'll true. he'll go wherever he feels is uh, the best place." Lenny James was asked if you could be anyone else on the show, who would you want to be? He said, "Eugene." He really? said, "I I'd love to rock the mullet." <laughs>
1: Well, because he's bald,
0: Lenny James. Yeah, that may be by choice. Pretty much. Yeah. All right.
1: He's still a handsome man.
0: Um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan twice on the episode talked about how Negan was really freaked out by the tiger. Oh yeah. He's like, I goes Negan thought he had everything planned. He goes, they're bringing tigers in <laughs> And and uh, he said obviously that uh, they said, well, what do you, how do you feel, How do you think Negan feels about? Not only the hilltop and Alexandria, but the kingdom is involved in the fight too. Yeah. He said, obviously, Negan is pissed at Ezekiel and also at Rick because, oh, yeah. you know, Rick's bringing it up, bringing the fight. Let's see. There will be a two hour live Talking Dead. Wow. After the season eight premiere, more for us to watch. And I believe we may have a um, contest announcement.
1: Uh, yeah, soon. Soon. Soon.
0: We may have some involvement with that. That event.
1: And there might be tears on my end.
0: And by the way, I, yeah, right? <laughs> I, I hope one of our listeners won that trip to Vegas.
1: Yes, if you did, or if you, yeah, tweet us.
0: Yes, please. I
1: really hope one of you did.
0: So if you don't know what we're talking about in episode 70, 70. we we, uh, we told you to go to z100.com and lightfm.com and enter the Fear of the Walking Dead contest. Yeah,
1: you won a trip to Vegas, hotel, and the, the Fear, Fear of the, of the walking, walking Dead, Dead uh, attraction. attraction. Yep. yep,
0: there you go. Thank you, walkers and talkers. <laughs> uh, let's see. Maggie was talking about, uh, there's a scene, they showed another clip where Maggie says um, she can't fight in the second trimester. Ooh. Yeah. But I don't think she's in the second trimester yet.
1: No, not yet.
0: She said, I can fight up until the second trimester. Something along those lines. Ezekiel tells, G. this was in the extended season, uh, a premiere clip that, uh, that aired on Sunday, if you haven't seen it yet. Ezekiel tells Jesus that the kingdom has a doctor for Maggie to use. He said, I understand that you guys at the uh, hilltop lost your doctor. We have a doctor. And Jesus says, we're going to get our doctor back. Don't worry about it. Uh mm-hmm. And this was this was a scene. Have you seen this yet? Not yet. Oh, my God. So Rick says to Maggie, the hilltop's lucky to have you. And Maggie says to Rick, you showed me how to be someone worth following. And Rick says, after this, I'm following you.
1: Watch. I have chills right now. Old chills, Man Rick Chills like everywhere. You have to see it, yeah. Oh, my God. Old Man, old man, yeah,
0: old man Rick's going to step down. Oh man,
1: I need to see this.
0: Step down and follow Maggie. Hmm. And uh, let's see. Oh, and then you see Tara, Morgan, Carol, and Daryl on the highway bringing the walker herd along.
1: Okay.
0: Which they're going to use against Negan, I'm assuming. I would think so. That's, uh, that's not a spoiler. That's a no, good, That's yeah. a Okay. Scott and Gimple confirmed Maggie's baby will not be born in season eight. Now, your reaction is, oh, I guess that means it'll be born in season nine. Yeah. Well, Twitter went crazy because they thought, does that mean the baby dies? Does that mean Maggie dies? Like, there's other options to her not just having the baby. Now, I imagine she's going to have the baby. Yeah. But people's minds can think whatever they want. It's The Walking Dead.
1: But then sometimes if I look online, like the actual time frame, I think like a month has passed. It's been like two days. Yeah. So like a whole season could be like a week.
0: She still has a six In pack. real life.
1: So she's could have the baby potentially two more seasons inside.
0: Yeah, but if there's a time skip, which well, there is in truth, the comics. if there's a
1: time skip then it should come season 9.
0: Unless they she has the baby then they time skip.
1: Yeah.
0: Lenny James they asked him what he's most excited about. He said he leans over to Scott and Gimple and says, "Can I talk about this?" And Gimple's like, "Yeah," because he, he was Scott he whispered. says Scott said what? What is it? And he whispered eh. and then Lenny James says he's most excited about he has one big fight involving two men with specific skills and it's how Morgan gets unstuck because he had said uh, last season that he's stuck where he is in life Yeah, and this helps him get unstuck. Now the fight, obviously Morgan doesn't watch the trailers for The Walking Dead Yeah, because he fights Jesus in the trailer. Yeah. And Jesus knows parkour and karate or jiu-jitsu, one of those. Uh, one of those. Martial arts. Again, not that really, you know, if you want to, we don't need to know. But they say, and, and of course, Morgan has the stick. So those are their different skills. Yeah. Right? So whatever that fight happens, and whatever happens in the fight is a big deal. Okay. Uh, talking Preacher, you watched it, I didn't. Yes. And that had uh, Sam Khaled, who's the executive producer. Eugene, Ian Coletti, and Hair Star, whose real name is Pip Torrens. I
1: love that name. I was like, I was like, am I getting this right? Pip Torrens? Yeah, hmm.
0: and then uh, Dominic Cooper plays Jesse. Yes. Okay. Let's get some Walking Dead news. And by the way, my co-host for the Brooklyn Boys podcast, also on iHeartRadio, Scary Jones from the Elvis he's Strand Morning Show. He's
1: stalking us. I saw him I told him,
0: like, in 15 minutes I'd be ready. And he's stalking outside the studio.
1: We're not ready yet.
0: By the way, I'm going to toot my own horn for a second. Please toot. The Brooklyn Boys podcast, by the way, not about Brooklyn, just featuring two boys from Brooklyn. Yes. Scary Jones and me. Our numbers are almost, after six episodes, as high as Walkers and Talkers. <gasps> really? So it's doing really well. Wow, and I, congratulations. I'm very excited. Thank you very much. I mean, this is still primary podcast. For
1: I, me. I would hope so.
0: Right. Because Scary Jones doesn't have the assets you have. <laughs> you know the personality, the giggle. Yeah, the-
1: my great sense of humor.
0: And- By the way, for those of you who can't see, because you can't, you're listening to a podcast, Jamie has new hair extensions.
1: I do. I'm really happy with them.
0: Now, unlike the dress you didn't post.
1: They're 22 inches.
0: Wow, that's two, dar- that's two <laughs> that's and a half. That's two down, and a half. T- Daryl Dixon's. Two and a quarter. Two and a, quarter, two and a, twi- uh, uh, a fifth. <laughs> two and a fifth, I think, right? Two and a fifth. 10-inch Daryl Dixon's, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, yeah, so your hair is 22 inches. Now, your hair is 22 inches long, or the extensions are 22
1: inches The extensions.
0: So... They start from the base of your head, though.
1: They kind of start like like halfway down, and they put them in, and then they blend my real hair okay. into it.
0: I'm I'm a little confused though as to why you have a a, a tail in the back like a pony.
1: Well, because I tied it up in the back today.
0: No, I meant by your butt.
1: What are you talking about?
0: I was making a forget. Oh. <laughs> That's how long your hair is. It's like oh going yeah, it's down really
1: your... long. It does touch my crack almost. <laughs> <laughs> You'd That's me banging
0: fun. my head against <laughs> yes, the microphone.
1: microphone. Hey, at least I'm honest.
0: Lucky hair. <laughs> okay. Let's talk about some things going on in the Walking Dead world. Um, on sky how, no skybound.com slash the-walking-dead. dash Just go to skybound.com, look at the Walking Dead section. If you're a BuzzFeed quiz fan, they've got a which Walking Dead couple are you quiz.
1: Ooh. I need to try that.
0: So, Jamie, you'll take that quiz today and report back I'll next report week. i report
1: back who, which couple
0: I am. Which couple. I don't know if we have to take it together, or you just take it and you figure out. Figure out who I am. Like, you answer for your couple. Like, okay, I don't know. Just we'll take try. It, it. Figure out what couple you are. And I guess maybe you put in female and it tells you who your male counterpart is, unless you're Tara, in which case you have a female counterpart. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> they figure that out. Uh, let's see, comicbook.com, The Walking Dead actress teases Heapster's season eight return. So Pollyanna McIntosh, who plays Jadis, that bitch. Yeah, bitch. Uh, let's see, took to Instagram. Nobody says that, by the way. That's the article. I just copied and pasted no, that. He
1: didn't say bitch. She, no, no, took <laughs> oh, no. to Instagram. She went oh, on it. Took to Instagram. posted on
0: Instagram Wednesday, <laughs> uh, teasing the return of the uh, the scavengers, the garbage pail kids. Uh, so she's at Pollyanna McIntosh. Yeah. She wrote, off to set Off to set to get up to mischief with Sabrina Gennarino and, of course, Thomas Francis Murphy. Happy Heapster Day. Now, those are, of course, uh, Tamiel and Brian. Yeah. Uh, Brian. 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 Yep. So, obviously, they're filming and uh, they they will play a role again. Yes. I hope they all die.
1: Me too, especially you, Jadis.
0: And they're not in the comics, so we have no idea what's going to happen. hate them. Okay. (laughs) Now, here's the... I'm gonna let's jump ahead one on my page here. Dave Chappelle won an Emmy for his hosting of Saturday Night Live last year,
1: and he did that epic scene.
0: He took the Creative Arts Emmy Award for Best Guest Actor in a Comedy Series, and of course, he played Negan in the season seven premiere episode where he kills Glenn and Abraham. Spoiler, spoiler. spoiler. Okay, so congratulations, Dave Chappelle. And he's very-
1: Clever, because all the characters kneeling in front of him were versions of characters he's played.
0: Right. Now, I would like a couple more Emmys for The Walking Dead, though, but it's nice Dave Please. Chappelle.
1: Please, I know. Do they have any? My well, God. they have won for makeup, right? That's yeah. it. That's it. Come on. Come,
0: Come on. on. Come on. Andrew Lincoln deserves an Emmy. Seriously. <sighs> Daryl deserves an Emmy just for being Daryl. Yeah. Okay. Now, here's the part where Jamie's going to get excited and then a little quivery. Oh,
1: no. Oh no, I think I know what you're gonna say. The to
0: Walking Dead New York Comic Con panelists revealed. What did you think I was gonna say?
1: Oh, because it was just confirmed that Norman Reedus is dating Diane Kruger in real life. I thought you were gonna talk about that.
0: Diane Kruger. Yeah. She's no you. Oh,
1: thanks, but they're confirmed now. <laughs> She's an
0: actress. <laughs> I, don't even know, I gotta be honest with you, I don't even know who Diane Kruger is.
1: Oh, well, it's Norman Reedus' girlfriend. I know who
0: Freddy Kruger in is. In real life. I'm your girlfriend now. Oh my okay. God. The Walking Dead Comic-Con in October. We're about two weeks away. And uh, it's going to be at Madison Square Garden. Okay.
1: Please tweet me or direct message me if you know how we get in. Because I have a ticket. Like my, my pass. But then I don't know if I have to wait online.
0: Oh, you shouldn't have to wait online.
1: No, I think I think How it's dare like first you have to online? Serve. Like, do I need an additional separate ticket? Okay. For this? Okay, tweet her, tweet, tweet
0: her at JMegs five fourteen. Yeah. Or direct the message me. Dumbest Twitter name on the Okay,
1: internet. I know I'm working on that, but I just please tell me how to get in. Okay.
0: Have a better Twitter name. <laughs> it's like an AOL address from nineteen
1: ninety-five. I,
0: I do too. Big deal. It works. It's AOL. Okay. I have I have Gmail also. Leave me alone. All right. So uh let's see. Who's gonna be there from uh the oh, show? God, tell me. Andrew Lincoln. Oh that's your Rick. Daryl, Norman Reedus. Mm-hmm. Negan, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Maggie, you're Lauren Cohen. Cohan. Carol, your Melissa McBride. Morgan, Lenny James. Tom Payne, your Jesus. Caitlin. Nacon. Nacon, you're Enid. And Austin Emilio, Dwight. Also, Scott M. Gimple.
1: Oh.
0: Robert Kirkman.
1: Wow, he's there too. That's- EP,
0: Gail Ann Hurd. E.P. director and special effects makeup supervisor and overall genius Greg Nicotero, and executive producer Dave Albert, all hosted by your Chris Hardwick.
1: What we need to go to this? We need to go to that. Oh my god!
0: So uh, here's the little tidbit that that's going to make Jamie oh quiver. No, what? Is we are working on a deal. Our our account executives are working on a deal to get those people. Oh my god. From Comic-Con those people, oh my god. To the iHeartRadio Radio Theater here in New York. What? To do a panel live streamed on on uh, Facebook. Un- where you and I would host the panel.
1: What? Oh my god, stop. Don't tease me like this.
0: No, for real. Now look, no. this may not I didn't this may not happen. I just found this out. Oh my god. Out. But it, it could happen where we are doing the panel interview I'm gonna with have those people. i
1: am going to cry it out earlier in the day and get it out of my system.
0: So Daryl, <laughs> yeah, that'll be us. So we don't know yet. There's like, there's like, from what I understand, there's like six or seven finalists oh, for where they send them and where they spend their day on their day off on, during Comic Con. Please choose us. Please choose us. Vote for us. Please tweet at AMC. <laughs> yes. And let Walkers them know.
1: Walkers and Talkers podcast are great. Please hosts. tweet
0: AMC's the uh, the Walking Dead yes. and let them know that you want them to come to the Walkers and Talkers panel and choose us.
1: Yes, please. Oh man. Please How choose great us. would that be? I'm sure we can bring some of our fans too.
0: I don't know about that, we but might but be I would I would ask for that.
1: I I would.
0: There's enough seats there. Oh
1: sure. Well, there's
0: it's a it's a huge theater, theater. so it seats at 250 people.
1: Oh my god. My heart is fluttering. Yeah okay. I did yeah. get quivery.
0: Yeah. Also, um, production was halted on Monday the 11th because of the hurricane that came through mm. and the storm that came through Atlanta. Yeah. In the Georgia area where they film, and here's a little interesting thing: right near where The Walking Dead films. They also postponed filming on Avengers four oh. and Ant Man and the Wasp. Wow! So Must where they bad. where they show the Avengers headquarters, which looks like it's upstate New York somewhere. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's that's where they're filming it. That's
1: pr- that in makes the sense. same
0: woods, forest area of Georgia.
1: Yeah,
0: pretending it's upstate New York. Pretend. That's not right.
1: Imposters.
0: It's like when they filmed the Avengers, the first Avengers, and it was something Cleveland. Love Cleveland, nothing against Cleveland, but film it in New York. Yeah. Then again, you want to film in New York, but then as a driver, you don't want to film in New York. Mm, no. So it's, it's you know. <laughs> All right, let's run through uh, Preacher real quick. It was your season two, episode 13.
1: Yes. You're going to film finale. me in on the
0: finale. Starts off in Angelville, which is obviously going to be featured heavily next season. We see young Jesse Custer selling tickets at the side of a road. To go meet this woman who has supernatural psychic powers. That's the woman, I believe, who's his grandmother. Is yeah, that his grandmother.
1: Who put him in that casket.
0: And then put him in the lake, and she's creepy and weird, right? Uh, some guy, try, as a cop comes by, and he's like, you're a cop, get out of here. You're not going to entrap me. Because they have some things going on that are probably illegal.
1: Yeah, it sounds like it. Jesse's
0: pickpocketing people as they come by. He takes pictures with them, and he pickpockets them. So He's, he's, a, he's already like a grifter. He's already like a bad kid yeah. as far as crime goes. He's smoking a smoking, cigarette. Smoking, drinking beer. Come on now. come on now. Anyway, some guy in a pickup truck comes by to collect the money. I would think the grandma should get the money. I don't know who the guy in the pickup truck is. We don't, they don't know really yet. address that. I'm sure we might figure out who he is. My guess is he ends up dead at some point. Yeah. But he uh asks Jesse for all the money. Jesse gives him the money and then holds back a wallet and he goes, "That give me all of it. All of it. You're lying. He gives him the wallet and then he Crushes his wrist and arm Ugh. and twists it and throws yeah. him down. Jesse is so upset and angry at this point. He sees his, ch- his pet chicken is sort of eating at his bag of food, yeah. and he's so mad he step. We don't see it. No, no chickens were actually hurt in the filming of this movie. Although there was supposedly a chicken sandwich in the bag, <laughs> and uh, he steps on the chicken and kills it. Stomps it. Stomps it. He then realizes what he did. Takes the chicken all the way up to the. He runs up a road. Looks like the forest Look, gump I road. I was
1: just gonna say, um, Janae. Janae. Looks can, like the forest gump. Forest
0: run, and uh, it looks like the forest. Gro- the right and there's trees over the road. Yep. It's very memorable trees. It's there's really a, pretty. There's a reason they showed you very memorable trees because you see it later in the episode. And they yep. want you to know that's the same road. He goes with the chicken, the dead chicken, and he says, "I need your help. I need you to do something for me with the dead chicken." And she says, "All right, Jesse, but there's there's a cost. There always is." Yeah, They don't say what he wants done with the chicken. I would have parmesan it, personally. <laughs> At that point, I'm thinking, Piccata? Oh, my God. Nuggets? <laughs> but that's not what happened. We'll find out later what happened. We see the credits roll. Uh, Jesse visits a religious church, or a religious school, taught by nuns, and uh, Star is filming it, and he says, you're going to see a miracle. And... Jesse starts ranting about the world and everything that's going on. A hair
1: star wrote that speech for him. Yeah,
0: and then all of a sudden they hear gunshots outside and the nuns yell, it's the Armenians. I guess wherever they are, we're supposed to assume that Armenians are rebels. Uh, yeah. They flew somewhere in the world that the Armenians are attacking with guns, right? Yeah. Four of them come in with guns and they're like, listen, we want the nun and the kids. You know, we're taking them. And Jesse tries to use Genesis and he's like, put down the guns. The guy's like, "What? What'd you say?"
1: And it what? sounds like
0: crackly, and it yeah, doesn't it was work. like, <laughs> "It wasn't yeah. didn't work right," and that doesn't work. So the, it's hand to hand. Great fight scene.
1: Awesome scene.
0: May have been the best fight scene since Cassidy on the plane, episode one.
1: I oh my god! I need to go back and watch that. That was a sick
0: scene. Sick scene. So awesome. Great scene. He's hitting people with the with the butt of his gun because he takes the gun away from the guy and tries to shoot them, and it's blanks. Blanks came out right. So he beats them all up, and uh. The nuns and the kids are like, wow, this guy's awesome. And they walk out of the room, and Hairstar's like, that's great, let's go, we gotta go to Jimmy Kimmel. We're taping Kimmel. So great. And uh, he says, wait a minute, why were they shooting blanks? He goes, you set me up. So the whole thing was a setup to get on video to show him doing something heroic.
1: Yeah, to get Jesse's name out there. To
0: get on social media.
1: And they booked Kimmel.
0: <laughs> and they booked Kimmel, absolutely. Uh, we jump to the apartment. And uh, the spy cam's laying on the floor. No one's discovered it yet. Yep. Jenny and Hoover are packing up. And uh, Jenny's power crazy. She's like, She's cre- this like, is great. This is going to make the Messiah. This video is so great. It's just We'll die one.
1: for anything. I'm yes. like, whoa, settle. And Hoover's like, yeah, that uh, sounds great. I laughed out loud at that because he's so not in. <laughs> he's not on that level at all.
0: <laughs> he's like, yeah, yeah I'm, no, I'm excited. Yeah, yeah uh, it's good. It's no, good, it's great. Good. This is the best choice I ever made. <laughs> So yeah, she's cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. Cassidy is uh in his room, I guess. Yeah. And he finds is it Dennis's shirt covered with blood? I that's I couldn't really tell. He's
1: just folding. Or was laundry. it his own
0: shirt covered in blood? It was somebody's shirt covered in blood. Yeah, A man's shirt. And he put it in the drawer, so it, it must have been hit it. It was his drawer, right? Or was it
1: I think Dennis Dennis's had room had his
0: shirt on? Uh, yeah, I think he did. And then he takes a pair of Tulip's panties for himself. Yeah. Now, I thought it was a pair of panties with bloodstains or something, like the shirt.
1: That's what I thought. I thought it was from a dead girl.
0: And I thought it was from the girl, like he killed a girl.
1: Yeah, I thought it was from that girl Dennis had in the photo booth or something. But
0: then there was like, um, almost like a flashback sound of a girl screaming. Yeah, there was. And then that made me think, maybe Cassidy went out and killed some girl.
1: That's what I thought. When Dennis took the underwear.
0: Because I thought it was Tulip's underwear.
1: I... Because the way he was looking at him, so upset, I, and then I
0: thought Dennis had killed a girl, and, he, and but then I heard the like there was a scream flashback.
1: First, I thought what you thought. First, I thought it was a girl Dennis killed, and then I thought it was a girl maybe Cassidy secretly killed.
0: And that'll lead up to a scene later that maybe will help explain the later yeah. scene. Yeah. Uh, he looks at Dennis's laptop. So this was Dennis's bedroom because the laptop was there, and there's some. I guess he's on like a vampire cosplay site or a vampire company. Like they were like. We come alive at night. Yeah, we... like, like
1: have your deepest uh Was it like fantasies? a like
0: vampire... Um, I think
1: it was almost like vampires porn? going... Or like snuff films. I think it was like a snuff film, because to me it sounded like vampires, release your inhibitions, go crazy, kill people, feast your fantasies. It was kind of like one of those. Whatever it was,
0: it was disturbing... It was dark. ...to Cassidy that Dennis was watching that stuff. Yeah. Uh, Tulip's at a store buying, uh, supplies, and she's getting harassed by the store clerk who's getting kind of, like, flirty and asking too many questions, and then a a, a very, looks like, uh, either homeless or a very poor woman with a baby carriage comes in. Yeah, no baby. No, I, uh, yeah, she sees the woman, and either the woman was going to shoplift, or she needed money.
1: Yeah, it looked to me like she was kind of sh- stealing. Maybe. Right, in the aisle or something. So
0: she bashes the, the, the clerk's head in against the bulletproof glass, she takes money out of the register and offers it to the woman, the woman's like, I don't want that.
1: What the hell was that about?
0: Well, I guess the woman had more standards that she's poor, but doesn't I love want to steal. Tulip's
1: like, and I'm the jerk. Or whatever yeah, oh, so said. I'm the bad one. I'm yeah. the bad guy.
0: Let's see. She so uh, we see Tulip come home. Cassidy's smoking crack at when Tulip comes in.
1: Medicinal crack.
0: And uh, she's like, "Oh, you smoking crack?" <laughs> He's like, he, yeah. And, yeah. And so she says, "So are we going to have sex again?" said, like, what? What are you talking about? You know, you want to have sex again? Let's have sex again. Like, yeah jesse has gone, let's have sex. So they start having sex, or he starts making out, and he's on top of her. Yeah. Then he rips her throat out.
1: Then I knew that was a dream.
0: Right. I kind of thought it was a dream to begin with, because he smoked a crack. Yeah, well... Kids, let that be a lesson to you. Don't smoke crack. Don't smoke the crack. It makes you think you're ripping out girls' necks and that you're a vampire.
1: Crack kills.
0: Crack kills. Say no to crack. <laughs> he was dreaming. Not real. So we covered that. And then she comes in the house for real. They do not make out. They do not have sex.
1: But he really is smoking crack. Yeah. He calls it medicinal crack. Uh
0: Mm-hmm. Let's see. Um, Eugene and Hitler come out of a hatch in the ground. We saw that in the trailer. They run through the forest. Eugene meets what amounts to what a guy looks like, death. So they get to the the, the lake, and this guy who looks like death in black robes doesn't speak, and Hitler says, that guy has to approve you getting out of here. Yeah. Right, I guess he knows that. And so... He says, you "Look, have
1: to blow a horn, and then if it clears, you can go right."
0: And so he says, "Well, let's go." And Hitler says, "I can't. I'll never get past him. i I do belong here. You don't. You'll be able to get past him. A guy like you, will be able to talk your way through that." And so for me, it's the end of the road, which was the name of the episode. He's like, "I have to go back," and he leaves. He's like, "I got. I have to go back." Yeah. He says, "They'll make it worse for me. What are you going to do?" So Hitler was willing to risk everything.
1: I was a little surprised to help Eugene. I was surprised he didn't go with him. I
0: was like, "Oh, okay. Not going to give any props to Hitler." No. Not going to do it. But the character of Hitler, the character seemed to uh, maybe turn over a new leaf. Yeah. All right. They hugged. So, Eugene goes over to I'm going to call him Death even though he's not Death, but let's say the Guardian. Goes over to the Guardian, he's like, "I don't belong here." More like <laughs> and somehow the guy understands him.
1: I was like, "This is pre-existing." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is my this is my favorite scene. So, uh, Death Looks like he's reaching out for, for Eugene to kill him, and his hand goes like Price is right. He goes, Ta-da!
1: And then he has like a normal dude's voice, kind of.
0: You're jumping ahead!
1: Oh, it's happening right now. It is happening right now. It's happening right now.
0: So then Death speaks, and he's like, Um, <laughs> looks like they were pretty rough on you, which was hilarious because it it it's like, like a manly voice. It was kind of a nerdy, geeky yeah. kind of voice. And, uh, and Eugene goes, Nah, it's a pre-existing condition. I laughed out loud. I'm sorry. <laughs> and then, then, the guy Death says, "Oh shit! <laughs> wow, you're fucked up." Oh man. Anyway, so the boat appears, and he's like, "Get in the boat." And about, Eugene's about to get in the boat, and that butchy female guard appears and says, "I want him back." And Death says, Mannoring. Death says, "It's my jurisdiction, and he doesn't belong there. And what I say goes."
1: And then he got like kind of a geni- his own genesis.
0: And he was like, "What I say goes." Yeah. Like you remember who I am? I'm yeah. that guy. And she says the Then rule... she
1: goes into a weird voice like, she's a, like her man voice. The rules have changed. There's no god anymore. Right.
0: And uh she shoots a spear gun.
1: Was it on fire? Like something it looked like it was Yeah, on and it the... went into his forehead yeah. and killed him.
0: Dead. Done. Now, just cuz God's gone, doesn't mean that thing should have killed him, but I guess I... I guess she wasn't supposed to use the weapon on him if God's alive, but since God's not alive, she was able to kill him. Yeah. Anyway, um, so then she starts telling Eugene, things are going to change, the rules have changed, like, I'm going to make things worse for you, you're coming back, even though you don't belong here, because I want you. And just as she's about, she's ranting to Eugene, Hitler takes that giant horn and bashes her over the head. The head. And he says, you need to go, Eugene, you saved me, I finally did something good. Like, I, I'm a good, I did something good in my life, I yeah. saved you, I've done so, I and I got you out of here. He pushes him in the boat and pushes him off. And Eugene says to Hitler, "You need to come." And he goes, "After what I've done, I I can't." He goes, "You've been good. You should come. You've looked. You, you don't you, belong here. You've anymore. turned over a new leaf. Yeah. You, you should come." And we find out later he does. He gets in the boat and he goes with him. Now we don't see where the boat goes, but we later see them on a bus, which we'll get to in a minute. We see Hair Star in a car complaining that Jimmy Kimmel wants to put Jesse on after Kylie Jenner. That's kind of funny. He's like, "That's I'm not." That, he goes, "Imagine that." <laughs> Uh, G, uh, let's see, Jesse lies about not using his power. He says, why didn't you use your power on the Armenians? Which he tried to and it didn't work. And he says to Hairstar, he goes, I didn't want to.
1: Did Hairstar pick up on that it didn't work?
0: No. Mm. No, he did not.
1: He goes, you will need it.
0: Well, he says, I didn't think I needed it. And he says, well, you will. So I don't think he realized it. Ruh-roh. <laughs> ruh
1: That's pretty good. <laughs> Oh, well, yeah that's too good. Yeah, I do.
0: I do. I, oh do, my God. Uh, I do Scooby.
1: Scoob. R- hey, Scoob. Yeah, R-
0: a ruby rack. <laughs> okay. We'll, we'll do the Scooby-Doo <laughs> podcast.
1: That'll be on the next
0: podcast. Yeah. Like, well, Scoob. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's see. Uh, Tulip drops lip balm on the floor that she got at the, from the store clerk. And it happens to land right by the spy camera on the floor. Now she knows the Grell was watching them, but she thinks that Hair Star was watching them. She doesn't know anything else no. about what's going on in the apartment. Cassidy admits he goes. Wait a minute, they've been watching us because I-, I masturbated in the living room. This
1: was really funny.
0: And then Tulip says, "So did I."
1: She goes, "Ah, shit! I think I did too."
0: And then Cassidy says, "We should tell Jesse." And she says, <laughs> "That we masturbated in the living room?" He's like, "No." That there was a camera here. <laughs>
1: that was that whole scene cracked me Hilarious.
0: up. Hilarious. Um, Cassidy walks into Dennis's room, and he says. You need to promise to be good, Dennis. Because they're taking him to Bimini. Yeah. And Dennis picks up what I thought was Tulip's underwear. What I thought was Tulip's underwear. And, and his panties, her panties. And and, and, and English. He's, he all of a sudden can speak oh, English.
1: I know. Mind blown. All of a sudden he's like, hey, papa. And he says
0: to Cassidy, can you be good? Now, I thought you can tweet us. Tweet us at walkers underscore talkers and at David underscore Brody and at JMegs 514 Hey, Tweet all three accounts if you don't mind. Yes. And tell us what you thought here. I initially thought he meant you're secretly having thoughts about Tulip. You stole her underwear.
1: I took it as he secretly killed a woman.
0: And that's what I'm thinking, that maybe Cassidy killed someone.
1: That's what I think, because...
0: Because he's watching those vampire movies on Dennis's laptop. Yeah. He's getting the vampire thing in his head.
1: And when he held the underwear originally by himself, you heard, like we said, all that background kind of killing and screaming stuff.: But I thought that
0: was for our benefit of Dennis killing that girl. I don't know.
1: I don't know whose who's they are.
0: So, at that point, we didn't know. And um, he says to Cassidy, can you be good? And Cassidy says, no, not as long as you're here. And he pushes him out the window to burn to death from the sun. Spoiler. And this is where you got upset.
1: He was, like, burning alive. He's like, Papa. And I'm like, oh, my God. Like, save me. But he just pushed you out. And And then Cassidy's, like, holding the window shut and the curtain shut. And, like, Dennis is just burnt, like, going into, like,
0: So Dennis is, to our knowledge, really, really dead.
1: Really dead. He's like, Papa. I'm like, oh my God. Yeah. But I like got why he did it.
0: Okay. Uh, Eugene and Hitler are riding a bus. Eugene says to him, I like your hoodie. He's wearing a hoodie like he's a teenager. So random. So random. Hitler hoodie. Hashtag Hitler hoodie. Uh, The bus stops, they get off, and when Eugene's looking one way, Hitler runs away, gets hit by a car, and then limps away.
1: What? What? What the fuck? <laughs> this whole scene. <laughs>
0: like Hitler's running down the street with his hoodie. I,
1: I, why did he run away?
0: So he's limping, and there's a guy with a cane crossing the street. Yeah. I thought he was going to take the guy's cane.
1: No, he like pushed him to the ground. Right, but he's
0: limping. I was like, he'll take the guy's cane because he's Hitler.
1: Oh, my God. So I now Hitler know...
0: is alive in today's day and age.
1: Running rampant all over. Wh-
0: wherever, Whatever city that bus is in.
1: And then Eugene just is like, shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what he said, is shit.
1: But he just took off out of nowhere.
0: Okay, so now we're back to Cassidy and Tulip. They're in a car. They're getting ready to leave. It's a stolen car, I assume. And uh, Tulip says, I want to go say goodbye. I'll be right back. She gets out. The dog gets out of the car and runs away. I don't know what that was about. What was was that about?
1: about? Because Cassidy didn't even react. He just kind of watched it. Now, is that because
0: he originally got the dog for Dennis?
1: He did, but... Cassidy's been the one taking care of it. But you would think, well, maybe he just thinks, well, shit, I'm going to be on fire if I run out of the car so I can't chase after him. He cannot
0: chase after him. So,
1: because he kind of just watched him run down the road and I'm like, Although he's got
0: plenty of SPF 100.
1: Yeah, but I don't know about that.
0: Anyway, uh, Tulip goes into Jenny's apartment and she sees boxes because they're packing up, they're leaving, the mission's over. And she sees there's glue in, in the box.
1: The same that was on the back of that camera. So
0: she assumes no two people could own glue.
1: But it was like a weird, you see? It was like yeah, stringy. It was, like, 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 yeah. it was some poxy shit. Some something.
0: kind of crazy shit. So Jenny comes out and- Jenny. uh Jenny, another Forrest Gump reference. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Tulip had a screwdriver behind her back because she was using a screwdriver to p- pick at the glue. Yeah. The, the screwdriver was in the box. And Jenny has a gun behind her back and she's over by the bathroom. And she's like, hey, what's going on? And this is when she got really suspicious because she's like, hey, thanks for everything. No, thank you. I'm leaving. I'm going to miss you. Got real weird. So far, so uh, sort of okay, but she sort of knows she's got the glue. She sort of knows she's guilty. Yeah. Right? And that's when her supposedly abusive drunk husband comes out of the bathroom. It's Hoover in a towel. Yeah. And he looks over at Jenny and he's like, what? And she he's looks over. He's like,
1: hey, over, you're out of body lotion.
0: Yeah, and and she looks over like, Jenny, what's wrong? What's going on? And he looks over and sees Tulip, and he's like, bitch?
1: That was so funny.
0: (laughs) Right, like, I'm still that guy. Uh, Yeah, uh,
1: bitch, I'll I'll beat you later.
0: Yeah. (laughs) So then Tulip says, I never did tell you about Dallas, did I? Meaning from a few weeks ago when... She goes, yeah, and you used to bank rob in Dallas. He's like, I haven't told you about Dallas. She's
1: like, oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, yeah, you probably and so then stressed. Jenny, her says, voice got all crazy, manly, deep. And she's like, no. No, you never did. You never did. I'm so like, oh, shit.
0: Tulip goes to throw the screwdriver at her. Jenny pulls a gun and fires It goes to commercial.
1: What Don't... did you think happened at that point?
0: I thought it would come back and, and Jenny would have a uh, the screwdriver in her chest.
1: I really thought that was going to happen or they both missed or something. I did not. See, well, it's like
0: done. she shot her in the shoulder and she got her in the... Yeah. W- right. yeah.
1: That's, okay. that's really what I thought. All exactly. Right.
0: Hairstar and Jesse are on a private plane to go to the Kimmel show. And uh, he goes, look, you're on your way to become the Messiah. The Messiah we have, once the world learns that the Messiah we have can't eat his own hemorrhoids, he goes, they're going to turn to you. I love that. Can't eat his own hemorrhoids. <laughs> Humperdoo. Humperdoo. Jesse's phone goes off. It's a tech message from Cassidy and Star says to him, uh, listen, they're not your destiny. They're not your priority. Right. He's like, look, I just want to see if they're okay. Next thing we know, there's a Grail Cadillac SUV pull up, and Jesse jumps in it because obviously they're not okay. We don't know what happened yet, but something happened. Yeah. And Hairstar walks out and he goes, go, go to your friends. And he says, when you get back, I have your soul here.
1: And Jesse's like out the window like, what, 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 what? But he kept going.
0: Now, I want to give credit to Robin on Twitter known as not. Underscore Batman underscore okay, don't know if I've ever seen a double underscore in a profile. Mm. That's a, that's a stretch right there. Double underscore. So Robin was right. Last week, the reason Cowboy did not hear Jesse, and the power didn't work on Cowboy is twofold. One, his power is going away. But remember when the Cowboy said, "I didn't, he- I can't hear you."
1: Yeah, I was wondering what the hell of that was. About.
0: Robin on Twitter tweeted at me, and I said I wasn't sure. Okay. When Hoover was in the back of the armored, armored car, car, there was some bzz, 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 bzz sounds. Yeah. I thought that was the back door opening because right afterwards Hoover ran. He ran out. Right? But we did see Cowboy looking over at the shelf and there were souls on the wall. Yeah. Hoover took Jesse's soul out of Cowboy, out of the All Saints killer. Wow. In that scene. So Robin, you were right. Props to you.
1: Mad props, because I did not catch on to that. And that's
0: why Cowboy doesn't have the soul anymore, which is also why...
1: Genesis doubly doesn't work on him. He
0: may, Well, right, but Jesse doesn't have all of his soul, but he did use Genesis earlier when he had given some of his soul away, because he used it on Cowboy to get him that's to kneel. True. So maybe he needs that soul because his, his soul's weakening.
1: Oh, that could be, so he needs that piece back.
0: That's possible. We don't know yet. Um, Star's on the phone with Jenny. Jenny. And he says... He calls them idiots because they should not have shot Tulip. No, and he says, uh, "Cancel the ambulance." At
1: that, did you know what that meant at that point?
0: I assumed that wherever Jesse was running off to, an ambulance was needed. Yeah, probably for Tulip, and he's like, "Yeah, fuck it, let her die." Oh, see, now I just made this podcast explicit. Son of a bitch! Spoiler! I gotta, I gotta click explicit now when I upload it.
1: Explicit. Well, you said we said "fuck so. Yeah.
0: Well, oh, there you go again. <laughs> Now you're beating me two fucks I'm to one. Oh, we are we even? I'm sorry. All Fuck right, that. All right. <laughs> so, they, they, Jesse rushes home, and Cassidy is, is trying to, to help Tulip. She's on the floor bleeding badly. Cassidy tells Jesse to use the word on her, and he says, breathe. And it didn't work. It doesn't work. Cassidy says, I can save her. There's no other way. Meaning he has to bite her, make her a vampire. And his fangs came out. And he went, ah. And uh, Jesse kicks him. He's like, you're not doing that. Don't touch her. Stay away from her. Cassidy again says, it's the only way. Look at her. She's about to die. I promise it won't be like Dennis. Yeah. She won't be like Dennis. Jesse says, let her die then.
1: I cried at that point because Jesse was just the way he was holding Cassidy back. And then he's like, just let her die. Let her die. They both watched it. It was like tragic. Tragic. Oh, my God. Tragic, tragic,
0: tragic. Anyway, she does die. Yeah. And right away, I knew what was going to happen. I knew it. I was like, yep. But here's what actually happened on the show. They get in the car and they're driving. Tulip's in the backseat, dead. Oh,
1: it's so creepy with her eyes open.
0: Yeah. Ugh. And they drive down that road with the trees. Yep. At Angelville. And just to remind you completely, the chicken runs by.
1: Ch- yes, so.
0: Now, the chicken would have to be 15, 20 years old?
1: No, the chicken is 23 years old. You looked it up? Because that scene was from 1994.
0: Right, but you don't know how old the chicken was in that scene.
1: Oh well, I don't know. Maybe right. the chicken was like one. I so don't know how chi- I don't know how long chickens, chickens like live.
0: But if I've got sauce and mozzarella laying next to me, the chicken doesn't last long.
1: <laughs> so the chicken's in its twenties.
0: But look, once this chicken was re- oh, reincarnated, like it may live forever, or it Maybe. may be like reborn. Now it's only
1: that's the con- because remember what the grandmother said in front of the chicken to Jesse: "There's a price to pay." Right, big big consequence.
0: Now, McDonald's is a dollar for nuggets on the dollar menu. I don't know what the price is here. So we don't know
1: what the price is. So
0: clearly they're going. Now, someone tweeted me and said, I hated the ending. I'm so, you know, upset. The
1: ending was genius. Well, I think they
0: thought Tulip dies, dies. But she dies. They're obviously going to bring her back to life like the chicken
1: at Angelville. it was interesting. But we have to see what the
0: cost is. Because
1: in the car, uh, Cassidy looked at Preacher and he said, I hate you. And he goes, if you think you hate me now, you just wait. And that's when you see them going down the road to right. his grandmother's So is house. something
0: in Angelville going to be worse?
1: I Whatever the price to pay is, I'm air quoting. Them, Maybe some like
0: some random person has to die.
1: Something's going to happen bad, I right.
0: think. No, nothing good's coming from yeah. there. This show ends with the dog costume, God's dog costume, hanging by a bed. This was The bed's full of food, and there's beer cans lined up. Smoking
1: and dirty, and ugh.
0: And then we see the bathroom. We hear someone peeing. God's peeing? I don't know. Uh, The door opens, and it's nothing but white light, and the show ends. Yep. So that's God.
1: It was just weird, the dog costume. Hanging there.
0: Yeah. So I guess we'll maybe see more of God?
1: I would think so.
0: All right. Well, that's it. We got Fear of Walking Dead to catch up on. Yes. We have a lot of work to do to catch up for our podcast listeners. Appreciate your patience. I got to go record episode seven of the Brooklyn Boys podcast. Brooklyn Boys. Please take a listen to that. And if Jamie ever does another podcast, we'll promote that as well.
1: Yes, and uh, tweet me again if you know how to get into the panel.
0: Yeah, at jmegs514. Yeah. All right, on that note, follow us on Instagram at uh, walkers underscore talkers and on Twitter and... You know all the deal. And maybe Jamie will put a picture up of her hair extensions. They're down to her toes. (laughs) Or as she explained, they're touching her crack.
1: Touching the crack. It's time. (laughs) What time is it? Time to To shut this this shit down.
0: down.